back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my linemate Matt with me. And today we're going to be going over some stories from camp. We have some injuries coming up and uh, we're going to get right into it. You know what, Matt? They got some comments. You know, obviously camp is starting. They want to talk to Taser. They want to talk to Kaner. And uh, you know, man, one thing that you could say about Jonathan Taves is that he's not going to give you some bullshit answer. Do you know what I mean? You know, some toe the line type of answer. He's usually really honest about how he's feeling about things, you know, and he's, he said it, you know, that he was, that he was, you know, pretty angry about, um, Debrinket and Taves getting, I mean, Debrinket and, uh, Kirby Doc getting traded away because, you know, they had been become, you know, fixtures in the, you know, in the, in the locker room, you know, not just on the ice, but in the locker room. And, uh, you know, he said that he was bonding with them and he doesn't feel that Kirby Doc got a, got a fair shake. And, you know, maybe not, you know, I, I, I don't think that Kirby Doc really had the opportunity to develop. We've gone over this ad nauseum, but, um, you know, I, I think that Kirby going to Montreal is a really good, fresh start for him to be able to go somewhere new. There isn't really any pressure there unless maybe he needs to learn French and um, and, and, to, and to produce. And to bring it, all that he has to do is is just continue to uh, just continue to. Um, you know, produce the way that he has just shoot the puck and. And uh, I think that he'll be good. What do you think, Matt? Well, yeah, you're dead on about Dabrinkat. Uh, he's just got to go do his job. The pressure really isn't on him as much as I think Kirby Doc's going to have a lot of pressure. I mean, he's a young kid here. He was in his entry-level contract. Like, it is what it is. Maybe Taves is right. He didn't get a fair shot. But you know what? In the end, he didn't produce enough. And... Maybe Kane, or I'm sorry, Taves thought like Kirby Doc was going to kind of take his his spot, you know, when he was done. And Debrinkat was kind of going to be like the Kaner, you know, the the new Kane and Taves coming right, in. Right, right. But uh, I, I I just, from what I've seen, man, it, it I know we didn't get enough. We had injuries with him. We didn't get a true full, full healthy season kind of Kirby Doc-like thing going on, but I just, I don't know, man. I think Kirby is an example of a stud in junior hockey, but uh, he just ran into a bunch of studs now. Like, he, right. he was more Everybody of a standout is. guy out there. He was he was ahead of the game, but now he's in a league where it's like, whoa, I'm not the stud anymore. I got to find my role. And I just don't think it was going to work out here anyway. I'm just he- very surprised the Canadians took a gamble on him like that. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a for a kid who really hasn't proved much. I thought. Well, you know, to his credit, he could say, "Hey, you know, look at what, um, look at what Jack Hughes has done," and you know, I think three point five is fair. That's what he's getting, right? He's getting three point five. Yeah, right? I agree with that. Three point five four, I think, around yeah. that around that number. But Jack Hughes, I thought, had a breakout year last year. And I think that we, me and you, we joke about this through text. We always, we kind of pick on him a little bit, Jack Hughes, because it just seems like he he thinks he's way better than, you know, he is. Like, even his recent comments about, like, his video game ranking, like, he actually took time to comment about that. Come on, man. Really? Like, okay, if you don't want to play a video game because you're ranked, maybe he's being, maybe he's just fooling around, but. 
I don't know. He's he's making eight. Yeah, I think these guys are getting paid based on how they were picked. Mm. And I think the Devils, the Devils think, you know, they they see a lot in him, and they're hoping he's, you know, going to take that next step and to be like a a superstar type of player. Which he, you know, what I, I we pick on him, but he is very skilled. I think he he needs a shooter, like a, a Debrinkat, you know, a type of guy like that, and it'll make him better. But you know, as for Kirby. <sighs> I think four is a little, it's a little excessive too much. I would have took like a, and it's four years too, I believe he got, right. right? Yeah. Wow. I mean, how about a prove it deal? Like, hey, yeah. you know what? You need a chance here. We want to see what you got. We really like you. We traded for you. you. If this works out, we'll give you a three years. But wow, like Kirby Doc's agent is awesome. Like he got four years for this kid. And I mean, I, from what I've seen, he is, he's, lacking face-off skills he doesn't have a defensive game at all i know kale mccarr burned him the one game but kale mccarr burns everybody yeah, so he that's does. like he's he's a human highlight reel but I, as for the offense i what was his what was his uh his best numbers like 10 12 goals or something like it's just you know let me look there. that up for you yeah it's just not there for me and taves yeah you know they bond with these guys and like you know i bet he took him in under his wing you know like hey hey kid you're you're next in line. You're the next center. I mean, you were you were a third overall pick, just like me, and you're going to be a captain one day, maybe. Taves thought, but I it didn't work out. And Taves, like you said, he's honest. He's he's got to move on, man. <laughs> he's got to start playing hockey, and he's got to get he's got to get his game back in order. To yeah, him. yeah. I, I I think that you know, as a captain, I think you know when they named him captain, you know, they saw things in him. You know, obviously he. We what well, we may see something different from the outside, but from what he believes, is they've got us. They've got a, um, a rock solid team there of guys that are out there. You know, they're putting it out there every day. You know, putting in that effort, and he sees that. You know, and it's it's. I think that it's got to be difficult for him to be a captain to buy in and say, yeah, this guy's just, this guy sucks. You know, this guy's not very yep. good. Do you yep. know what I mean? Yeah, I think tough. I think I think yeah. he's a good teammate. Yeah, he he he's a really good teammate. He's he's been the probably the greatest Hawks captain of all time. He will go down as the best Hawks captain of yeah. all time. But yeah, he's just got a it's it's a new chapter in his career, you know. It's not we're not really going to be competing for the next 3 to 5 years. I personally I think it might be longer than that. And he's not going to be on, you know, he's not going to be on the ride anymore. So he's got to He's got to decide what he wants to do. He and I'm glad he's honest about this. I hope the media just ask him this now, so we can get get this over with. Like, right? Say, what are you planning on doing? And if he says, "Listen, I don't know," then okay, there. This is all we're going to talk about the whole season. It's going to be boring. It's going to be. It's going to get old fat. Even with Kane, at least Kane actually said, "Like, I have no intentions of leaving." Right. That can just okay. Good. Let's move on now. But Taves, I don't think he really has given us uh, a clear-cut answer. He's given us a lot of signals, like he's upset. He's been upset for a long time. Yeah. You know, we've been getting rid of players and stuff, and he, I think he was upset with Brandon Saad. I think when they, I think Hagel was a big deal to him too. Yeah, he's like, wow, we're getting rid of a kid who's you know he's a fireball. This guy, and you know, it's just I I think they're they're pushing Taves farther and farther away, which is not a good thing. Doc had season highs. Yes, last year 
70 games played, nine goals and 17 assists. So yeah, uh, yeah that that is not good enough. It's he. I know he's he. The, the problem is in this city, in every sport, they hype these poor young guys, and yeah. when they're not performing in time, they're gone. Look at they look what the Bears do with all their quarterbacks. I hate to talk about the Bears. I don't even. I'm not even a football guy, but I could see it from the outside. Like they trash these guys, and they're good players, and you have to let these guys produce, though. But uh, Kirby, maybe Davidson said, "Hey, it's just not. It's not the type of player that I want." You know, he, and that's why he probably pulled a pulled a trigger on making the trade with uh, Montreal. Sure. And, you know, he's looking to get some new new uh, young draft picks, you know, and he did. You know, Frank Nazar yep. could be, you know, could be, you know, the, uh, the the future down the road for us, you know. And Korchinski looked good at the at the, the prospect showcase. Um, you know, Patrick Kane mentioned that Dabrinka was one of his best friends on and off the ice, and it was tough to see him go. But he, he like you said, he said that he hasn't even talked to his family about the possibility of leaving Chicago yet, you know. So... Um, you know, he, he specifically mentioned that he hasn't talked uh, to his agent. He hasn't talked to his family and he hasn't talked to his parents about it. So obviously he has a family here in Chicago. He's got a, you know, his girlfriend, he's got a kid, his kid's a big deal to him and her family lives here, you know, and he's made a, you know, he's made a really a home for himself here. And, you know, it's not a bad place for a legend, you know, to make uh, a Chicago sports legend to make a home, you know, I'm sure everywhere his, his girlfriend goes, they throw roses down on the, (laughs) on the ground for her, you know, and give her the special treatment when she goes to Jewel Osco, you know? So um, Kane can walk into any locked door in the city and (laughs) nothing will happen. Right. Right. Kane, everybody, everybody knows who Patrick Kane is, and they will for the rest of their lives if they're hockey fans. And that's just what he is. He, he he's gonna he's gonna have a statue one day, no doubt about it. Eighty eight will Absolutely. be in the Hall of Fame. He will be he will be the it'll be up in the rafters. His number will be retired. And I hope to God the the day he retires, he is put in a position where he is. In the front office, where he he's starting like Nick Lindstrom, yeah, or and Stevie Y, get the, keep him a Blackhawk forever. Yeah, you know he needs he, he's a Blackhawk man. I and I hope to God he doesn't go, but Kaner might have that. You know, hey, I'd like to go on one more run. You know, and yeah. I you can't blame him because it sucks losing all the time. He's sure. a winner. He's been a winner his whole life. Right, but no doubt about it, he he is a Blackhawk, and I think he. With what you just said about his agent, his wife, and his family, he hasn't even talked to anybody yet. So I don't think he's even considering it. Yeah, I don't think you so know? either. You know, to be honest with you, man, I don't know if Taves is either. Taves is probably, he's probably weighing, can my body take this? You know, it's not, it's not a, am I going to go over here to, to chase a Stanley Cup? You know, it's more about, of, can my body take this? You know, and, and, yeah, and, on, and on top of that, this really is. And on top of that, you know, where where is he going to want to go you know other than say you know there are some really nice places out there but they have a really great new facility that they bought that practically was built off of the back of him and and caner and those cup years they built a brand new facility there a gigantic facility where these guys you know they have all the amenities there you know and uh and like you mentioned you know he's the best best captain you know out of you know respect to stan makita you know but T- Taves captain three yeah, Stanley Cup teams here. 
you know, and he's a legend. Yeah, Makita wasn't a captain. And yeah. I don't think that, um, I don't think that, I don't think Taves is going to want to go, man, to be honest with you. I think that. I, he, I hope he doesn't. I think that he's going to want to ride it out. I think he's going to want to write it. Why does he want to go somewhere new where he could just be a legend here, play hockey, do, doing what he loves, and uh, and get paid? I agree. I mean, he 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 doesn't have anything to prove. I mean, except to himself. Like this year, this is this is huge for him. If Taves doesn't put up like twenty five goals, maybe fifty five points, he's he's lost it. He's, yeah, it's just he's worn down. He's yeah, he's done, and he could very he could retire. Yeah, you know, after this season, he could be like, hey man, I I put everything I had into this season, and I just I'm it's just not it's not happening. Right. You know? Or and and the Hawks might say, "Hey, we're not going to resign you. We we just we 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 can't. You know, we can't do that." I mean, right they now. ask him, "What do you want to do? You know, yeah. what, what's your what's your deal? Because we be can't right sign you for do. another ten million dollar deal. You know, he's like, I hope okay, he would take half. I'll take five. You know, yeah, exactly. can, can I can I mentor? Can I mentor these guys? Keep the letter on my jersey and yeah. and, and mentor the next wave of Blackhawks. Tim, if you if you think about that man, he comes in him and him and Kane, they changed the they changed the outlook for the Blackhawks. They win cups. They go through like this dark period and then they in, in right away fix the the boat for the next for yeah. the next uh you know wave of success for the from the team uh, based on the these torch. two guys. Yeah. 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 It can you can think of I'd a better that. story. No, I I would love seeing, you know, him listen, I want my C. I wanna I wanna get teach these guys the right way, what to do, how to how to be a captain, how to be a pro. And when we find our future leader, maybe we'll see him, hey, this C's going on you now and I'm gonna be your wingman, you know, like that's what I believe Mike Madano did for Brandon Morrow all those years and you know, they, they kinda passed the torch, uh I think man, uh, he was Phil, such a great player, Madonna. Oh, man, he was. He was a force, and he. I thought he'd be a captain for the rest of his career, and yeah. you know what? He's like, you know what? This kid's the next one, and they gave him the C. So I would love to see something like that. Make a big deal out of. Make a big deal about it. You know, like like make yeah. it like make it a big deal. Like, hey, special announcement at the um at the first season, uh, the first game of the season. You know when. You know, Taves comes out and he 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 hands a jersey with a C on it to whoever. I think that would be awesome, and that's yeah. kind of what they did with Taves. Like at the fan convention, they named him the captain at the first annual fan convention. I was there, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Like we all knew it was coming, but yeah, they they made it huge. It was a huge announcement, and people were going crazy there. Yeah. Moving on to some bad news, Ian Mitchell uh, is going to miss six weeks with a wrist injury. And I'll tell you what, man, this screams deja vu from last year with Wyatt Kalanick getting that injury. And and then we had Caleb Jones. He got an injury. And, uh, you know, Kirby Doc gets an injury in camp. You know, it just yeah. sucks because this was a huge year for Ian Mitchell. He broke out last year in Rockford, played the whole season down there. He was going to, I, be, I believed that he was going to take a roster spot this season on the, uh, for the Blackhawks. And now this kid's out for six weeks. He's going to miss camp and uh, he's not going to be able to really get into it. I mean, dude, the guys are going to really start getting their legs under them in six weeks in the, 
you know, in the, in the yeah. season and, and he's just going to be getting started. So that really sucks. Did you hear anything about that, Matt? Yeah, it's brutal because I, I agree with you. I thought he would definitely get a spot this year and I consider him our best defensive prospect. You know, that's been, you know, putting his time in the minors. Right. And I thought it was really his time now. I like, agree. 100%. We're, we're, we're building. This is your time, kid. You need to go out and show everybody what you can do. Cause you were awesome in the AHL last year. And it it sucks, you know. I you feel for the kid, but hopefully he comes back. The Hawks kind of let him, you know, get a hundred percent, and they throw him in there, and he, you know, he he takes off, and he he looks good. But they could keep him down, you know. They could keep him down for the rest of the season until he heals, which would suck for him. And his, you know, this, you get impatient. He's like, dude, I want, I I should be up there. I should. He should. I yeah. Think, I think he should. But uh, his health is more important, so I hope he can get that uh, under control first. With uh, with Mitchell injured, you know, and Jake McCabe also injured, you know, that opens up the door for Alec Regula and Alex Vlasic, you know, to to take an opportunity. And I'll tell you what, man, I like both of these guys. They they both got size. Uh, they both use their they use their size. They use that long stick, and um, and I think that one of these guys, if not both could be regulars on the blue line this year. Well, I've been hearing a lot about Vlasic. A lot of the insiders are saying great, great things about him. I've seen a couple video clips. They're saying like he's just playing like an absolute beast out yeah. there. And that's good to hear, man, because the last couple of years, we, we really haven't had a defenseman other than like Mitchell, who's a different kind of style, who's kind of a run and gunner. Right. But Vlasic is, Vlasic, I, I consider him a two-way, but maybe more, more responsible in his own zone yeah, with good skating most. ability. And they I said and he's I, like uh, Hedman. They say he skates well, really well a, for his for his size. That is a guy who I would love to build my team around a Victor Hedman like guy. So yeah. hopefully this kid can make it, turn some heads, and uh, surprise a lot of people. I think uh, hearing great things about him, it's different when you're you know you're starting preseason games. I know a lot of them are starting up now, and it's good to see hockey again, but. You know, you got to see him against pros and how he kind of measures up to other guys. But we've seen a lot of him last year. I thought he was pretty solid. Uh, I, I probably, uh, I think he's going to make a spot with, you know, McCabe out now. Yeah. So you brought up the Bears, man. It's hard to talk about, but <laughs> I want to let everybody know that the NFL action is in swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's not If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down a stepped-up same-game parlay once per game, once per game day, all season long. Now, what you need to do is download the the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code SHYTOMAHAWK to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code SHYTOMAHAWK. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions require. See the show notes for details. If you're a gambling man, get after it. A lot of people are making money. As a matter of fact, one of my cousins makes so much money from gambling. He has to, uh, he has to uh, 
put it on his taxes. <laughs> oh, give me his number. Yeah. <laughs> so, reports from camp have Domi practicing faceoffs with Taves. Rumor has it they want him to be the center in the second line with Kane. Now, I'm not sure how much sense that makes. If Reichel makes the team, which I'm 99%, he will. Are they going to move him to wing? Nah, I'm not sure about that, man, because I think that Reichel's posi- position is center. And since he's played that, do you think that maybe they're trying to take some pressure off of him and w- without, you know, maybe at the, at the faceoff dot? Or, or do they just like Domi with his motor just running around at that, that center position? I'm not really sure about that one. Uh, Reichel, I think they're going to be very, very patient with. If they think he's not ready, they're, I think they're going to let him develop another year, which, you know, is going to hurt him and his pride, but it might be good for him in the long run. But maybe maybe they want to take the defensive responsibility, you know, the pressure off Reichel, because it's a lot of... Sp- center, I think, is the second hardest position other than being a goalie. It's, it's hard. You got to know when to step in and go back, cover for a defenseman. It's not easy, especially for a young guy. And, you know, the team isn't going to be as good. So you're going to be in your own zone a lot, I'm sure. But, yeah, I, mean, I I'm since we're on this Domi talk, I'm pumped that he's playing with Kaner. But yeah. I I've, think I've seen him play wing before. I think he yeah. can play wing. And if they I do decide to keep... I, I did too. But, uh, I mean, if Reichel, is, I think, is a natural centerman. Maybe right. they're just maybe that they're just unsure about him making the team, and that's why they got Domi kind of working on all the the center all the center stuff. But I think it would be a really good line, honestly. You got a skilled guy in Reichel, skilled young playmaking type center. You got Kaner, who's the the American goat, and you got a gritty, mean, skillful player in Domi, which I think is going to be a fan favorite this season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just maybe don't get too attached, because if he's putting up good numbers, well, somebody's going to throw a first-round pick for him at the deadline. That's just the way it goes now. Yeah. But it, I've, I've heard Domi say, hey, I would love to play with the Blackhawks a long time. He loves Luke Richardson. I think yeah. he was um, his assistant coach with the Canadians all those years, and he loved him. Uh, but hey, man, I think that would be an awesome line of Reichel, you know, centering D- uh, Domi and Kane. I think they'd put up amazing numbers. And Domi can protect Reichel too. Domi can protect Kane and well, Kane Reichel really at the same time. I don't think he really needs it at this point in his career. I think that he's been in the league for so long. I don't think dudes are going to be taking liberties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not, you know, a, a Trevor Zegers, you know, on on the on the respect. You know that 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 he should have with uh, guys not not going after skilled players. Well, but, you don't uh, want to go after Troy Terry. He's oh, Troy Terry! Or Troy Terry. I, I should say he's a say. top player. You got to be careful. He, he that is. Guy. He is. So really according careful. to Trevor Zegers, skilled players should not be touched whatsoever. Now, Luke well, Richardson, from what I've heard from camp, some really great stories that he's leading from the front, man. It was noted that after practice, they have had skating conditioning sessions, and Richardson himself was uh, leading these sessions by skating with the team himself. Uh, I think that's huge, man, because 
it's, it shows an example of what to do. Like he's giving the players this feeling like, hey, look, I'm not just a coach standing here off to the side telling you what to do. Like I'm in it with you. Whether we win or lose, we're going to win and lose together. And that's freaking huge, man, because yeah. they said that Colin, you know, was th- that guys were so dog tired um, from these practices that Colin was putting them through that. Like the puck didn't even drop until these guys are ready to, to to drop, you know, and yeah, and and that's just the wrong way to do of of doing things. You know, a lot of these guys are are vets, and um, it's just another thing that Colladin did wrong. And obviously, what Richardson's doing right. They said that these practices haven't been are incredibly long, but they've been very efficient and very purposeful where it's like, look for 40 minutes, this is what we're doing. They get after it and then they're done. And I think a lot of guys uh, really, really like that. And Richardson's in, in, in there doing it with them. So, um, you know, I'm going to tip my hat to that guy because oh, yeah. it's just, it just sounds like a guy you want to play for, you know? Oh yeah. That, that is the exact type of coach we were talking about when they didn't, were looking for their coach. Right. This is a guy that's been there. He's done that. And uh, he's, he's been an assistant coach for a while. He knows what to do. Finally, gets his opportunity to be a head coach. He's got a lot of personality. He's got more personality in his chiseled jaw than Colleton's <laughs> whole body. But, I mean, this guy, I, like you said, and you, you sent out a really good tweet about how inspiring it was to see him skate. And, I, that man, that's all, that was a great tweet because I felt the same way. I'm like, this guy, I mean... He doesn't have to do that. Right. He's a coach, and he's doing it. He's showing these guys, "Hey, I've been here. I know what it takes, and I'm I'm gonna I'm ready here. I'm I'm want, I want to work with you guys. I want to be here with you guys, and I love that. And this is the exact type of coach that I I wanted the whole time. I just didn't know enough about the guy. You know, he's been you know in in the Canadian media and Canadian uh, organization. I didn't know much about him, so. He he's like a, a Rod Brendamore light right now, you know. Like, yeah, this is the guy you want to play for. Right. I mean, he's not as jacked yet, but he could get there. I don't know, but, man. He's he he doesn't look like the type of guy that you want to no. uh, you want to cross check into the boards. Do you know what I mean? No, if, if he's not a jacked dude, he's just like solid. I guess yeah. you could say. Like, if you you ran into this guy, you're probably gonna fall right on your back. Like he he, he just looks like a mean defenseman. Like like what he was, they said he was a mean, stay at home, nasty defenseman. Kind of reminds me of like Barrett Jackman, you know, from the oh, yeah. St. Louis days. Yeah, just like he's not big, but his like he's gonna carry you out. The dude's face is just like ripped, you know, like it's just <laughs> just been through hell and back. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, man, I'm I'm so happy with that the pick they made, and can, wait till we get him a, a supporting cast. You know, we we we're building. Hopefully we can build him something and he, he's around long enough to be a part of it. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is big for Kane and Taves too, because, you know, they don't have to, it seemed like it was on these guys to carry the team into, re, you know, being relative again. Now it seems like Richardson is kind of taking some of that burden off of these guys to, to for, for, for the team to kind of grow and, and take that next step. Do you think that, that maybe he's taking some of that off of them? Yeah, I think so. I think even Davidson is. You know, he's been, you know, very vocal about, like, hey, we have a plan here, and, you know, it's not just these guys. We're It's our job to, you know, 
we're going to draft better. We're going to sign better deals. We're, we're not going to rely on Kane putting up a hundred points every season and yeah. finding with, another with a, gem with yeah. an injured wrist, you know? Yeah. I mean there, yeah, you could tell like it, I mean, even I saw one video of uh, Davidson bringing in uh, Luke Richardson to, I think, the Highland Park uh, High School hockey team. Oh, right. They brought him in, and then they brought Kane and Taves in, and, like, that's the stuff they need to get back to. Like, just, you know, it's the the big picture, you know? They're they're just good good guys, ambassadors. They're not, like, you know, like the Hawks kind of—I feel like the Hawks got an ego, you know? Maybe their their heads got too big, and they thought their shit didn't stink, and— they're kind of getting back to the, like, we want to be like the good guys. You know what I mean? And I think they're on the right path. And, uh, I, and I think I, I tip my hat to Davidson too. He wasn't my first choice as a GM, but you know, I think he's making the right moves too. I'm not, there's a couple moves you like, you, you scratch your head about, but I mean, it's not hurting the team like Jack Johnson. Come on. I'm not like, I thought it was pointless, but you know, he, he's got a, he's got to think of the future, you know, like maybe I can flip this guy for a pick. I can, I got to get over the salary cap basement because we got a lot of cap space now, but I think if the Hawks can get back, like, you know, when Kane and Taves were drafted, I feel like that really turned the tide of the fans coming back, the Hawks getting respect and maybe, maybe all these cups they were winning, they were getting egos, like even the, the management, like it's hard not to, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jack up our prices because we're the Hawks and people are gonna want to see us and you know we don't care we're, like Stan, Stan Bowman was very guilty of this like he would he I mean the guy promoted himself to be the president like dude we just like have we've been horrible for the last three seasons how 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 does that possible you know yeah so I how think do you get a promotion <laughs> yeah you're gonna be the president and the GM and you're continuously burying us it's it it was it's it was a horrible time and. Davidson, I think he's cleaned up very well. You know, he's got us back to respect with all like, and you know, you, you want to move on from what happened, the nasty incident with Beach last year, but you, you also want to, you, you want to learn from it. You don't, you don't want that to ever happen again. So you, you got to right. keep the respect with the fans and the players. I mean, like, like Gretzky said, like, I'd, I, I'd want to know if my kid was safe playing with the Hawks and stuff. So. I I think they're doing the right stuff, and it it's just uh, you know we we got to pray for a, a good season and a good um, building here. So, lastly, I want to bring up that Domi commented that he's having such a great time at camp, and it's it's not punishment to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this guy is going to bring um, a lot into the locker room. You know, he's yeah. clearly somebody who uh, doesn't necessarily hold his tongue, you know, no, and no. Uh, not like he, his old man. <laughs> I think he's a lot yeah. like his old man. Probably yeah. a chip off the the, I, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree from from that guy. Yeah, I think Ty wishes he had his his skill, though. I oh, mean, yeah. Ty was good. Like he was a good player, but I think he was more interested in, you know, dropping the gloves and being a difference maker in that in that field. but. Man, from what I've seen, I think Max Domi is he's gonna be awesome this year and he's yeah. pumped. Like, how would you not be pumped? Like, hey, you're gonna probably play with Kaner and you're making he's, three million bucks a year. And you know, I mean he's he's probably gonna be like, Listen, my numbers are gonna go up. I'm gonna get paid next year probably, and maybe I'll play with Kane again, you know? Yeah. So he's gotta be jacked. I'd be, I mean, he went from playing in, in Montreal and then to, you know, Arizona, Columbus, Columbus, 
And now he's playing with Patrick Kane. <laughs> and he's seen when people play with Patrick Kane, their numbers go up unless, you know, you're you're Dylan Strom. <laughs> people get people get rich yeah. playing with Patrick Kane <laughs> as Panarin. Yeah. yeah the yeah, bread man true. got rich. The Brink cat got some cash. And, yeah, he's you going know, to. I, you know, he's I'm excited for the kid. And my yeah. my favorite Max Domi moment was when Ryan Kessler tried to be oh. Mr. Tough Guy on him and flexing his muscles like he's he's a little bit taller than him and i i think max just dropped him in two he punches did. and i was like damn yeah. i love it and he you know he put up solid numbers there in the desert where no one gave a shit right and they still don't give a shit yeah but and then it, i think he i think he was traded to columbus and it just uh oh, i'm sorry i think he was traded to montreal and he was pumped to play there too big yeah. canadian market canadian boy and Maybe it didn't go as well, but his numbers were okay. And then he went to Columbus with Torts. And <laughs> I feel like he got away from the offensive style because he was, he kind of turned into his old man. Yeah, I remember us talking about him. <laughs> He's going after uh, Kirby Doc and yeah. the youngsters and stuff. We're like, come on, Max, really? Yeah, I remember that, man. But I, I'm we happy. Were, He's we were with us now, man. Dude. I really am. We yeah, I was pissed. I was like, Come I was on, too. Dude. Was, was it like, the Brinkat? Yeah, he went off. I, he went it, after it somebody that like, not Lucas Reichel, but somebody like him, dude. Like somebody he shouldn't like go Boat after. Quist you know? or something. Yeah. It's like, come on, man, really? <laughs> like, go after somebody like old. You know, you're going yeah. after a kid who's got like no hair on his face. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy he's on our team because the Hawks oh, have yeah, been lacking 100%. a player just like him. Uh, I think. I mean, I hate to say this. I love Andrew Shaw, but I think Max Domi has more offensive skill oh, than absolutely. he will have. He's tough like Andrew Shaw. He'll block shots. He'll fight you. And I can't remember a player since, like, an Andrew T Shaw type guy. Like, we have, we've lacked this. So well, it, it makes Shaw, me old school. Andrew Shaw also had a lot of puck luck, too. So Yeah. Head, headbutt luck too. Yeah, yeah, that would have been the greatest goal of all time. But it would have been. It would have, man. Shaw was good. Shaw's he was good. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I miss him. I hope he's doing well in his retirement. Yeah, me too, man. I, I wish nothing but the best for him. Yeah. Well, all right, everybody. We want to thank you for listening. If you have anything that you want to talk to us about, hit us up on Twitter at Shy Tomahawk. That's where our handle on Twitter. And, uh, you know, we'll feature it on the show. Be sure to use our code SHYTOMAHAWK at Liquid IV for 15% off. Make sure you keep yourself hydrated. We're heading into the fall and winter months, and it's still as important to keep yourself hydrated in these uh, in the, the fall and winter months as it is in the summer. So uh, the link is in the notes, and we'll see you on the next one. This is the, this is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.